Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Live from the Bloomberg Interactive Workers Studios, this is Bloomberg Daybreak for Tuesday, March 28th. Coming up today... Another deadly school shooting leads to a renewed plea from President Biden. We have to do more to stop gun violence. Tension eases in Israel as Benjamin Netanyahu delays a plan to weaken the judiciary. And bank hearings get underway on Capitol Hill. New Jersey has taken over the police department in one major city. Plus, North Korea threatens nuclear use at any time as a U.S. aircraft carrier arrives. I'm Michael Barr. More ahead. I'm John Stashauer in sports. The Knicks beat the Rockets. The Islanders beat the Devils. And the latest on the Jets attempt to get Aaron Rodgers. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak. The business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast. Each morning on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business app, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning, I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today. First, we begin with another mass shooting, this time at an elementary school housed in a church. Police in Nashville say a 28-year-old woman shot and killed three nine-year-olds and three adults at the Covenant School before police killed her. And now President Biden is renewing his call for an assault weapons ban. We have to do more to stop gun violence. It's ripping our communities apart, ripping the soul of this nation, ripping at the very soul of the nation. But President Biden's words are already getting a cold reception from Republicans, including Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett. The common thread is you've got somebody who's mentally ill and and evil, just has a lot of evil in their heart, and they're going to do something no matter what. They're going to do it with a knife. They'll do it with whatever, or a bomb, or a fertilizer bomb. Republican Tim Burchett of Tennessee. And in the interest of transparency, we should note that Michael Bloomberg, the founder and majority owner of Bloomberg Radio parent company Bloomberg LP, donates to groups that support gun control. And Nathan, another major story that we're following involves the unrest in Israel. Tensions are now easing after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said he'll delay a controversial plan to weaken the judiciary. We get more from Bloomberg Tel Aviv Bureau Chief Ethan Bronner. The precipitating event was on uh, Sunday night when he fired the defense minister. And by firing Yoav Gallant, this is a guy who's been a, a naval commander, who'd spent his whole life in service to the country, and who got on TV on Saturday night and said, listen, we need to take a break from this. This country is split, and our enemies are laughing and taking advantage of it. And I, in the name of national security, ask for a break. And then he was fired 24 hours later, and I think that most people— in this country felt that that was a bad move. And they took to the streets, and he ended up having to listen to them. And Bloomberg's Ethan Bronner in Tel Aviv says Netanyahu is ready to talk with opponents in hopes of reaching a compromise. Well, Karen, we're also seeing civil unrest in France in the form of nationwide strikes. French unions are trying to force President Emmanuel Macron to reverse a decision enacting unpopular pension reforms. And we get more from Bloomberg's Caroline Conan in Paris. The anger in the streets of Paris is still very much there. It is the 10th day of a general strike since the middle of January. And the unions are hoping to do better today than last Thursday when you had about 1.1 million people in the streets. 
Bloomberg's Caroline Conan in Paris says the backlash is centered on a proposal to raise the minimum retirement age by two years to 64. Well, back here in the U.S., Nathan, turmoil in the banking sector is in the spotlight on Capitol Hill. The Senate Banking Committee holds the first of several hearings on the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. Amy Morris has details from our Bloomberg 99.1 newsroom in Washington. It will be an open hearing with FDIC Chair Martin Gruenberg, Treasury Undersecretary Nellie Lang, and Fed Vice Chair Michael Barr. Terry Haynes is the founder of Pangea Policy, and he tells Bloomberg Daybreak, markets want clarity and answers, but they're not going to get those from these hearings. I will say, though, that markets are already starting to see a path here. You know, they see the, the regionals being relied upon, and they see the means for targeted government support. And he says, don't expect any new bills or regulations to come from these hearings, because lawmakers can't even agree on what caused the crisis. In Washington, I'm Amy Morris, Bloomberg Daybreak. All right, Amy, thank you. The banking turmoil is adding to the debate on when the Fed should start cutting rates. And we get the latest on that live with Bloomberg's John Tucker. John. And Nathan Jeff Gundlach has his finger on the pulse of the economy. He says it's clearly weak. The double-line capital founder tells CNBC recession will start in a few months. He sees rate cuts this year. Well, he's not the only one weighing in. Philip Jefferson, one of the Fed governors, took a much different line in a speech yesterday. He said the inflation fight is going to take some time. And no mention anywhere there of rate cuts. Adding to the debate, the recent banking turmoil, it may act as a de facto rate hike. Live in New York, I'm John Tucker, Bloomberg Daybreak. All right, John, thanks. Well, in corporate news this morning, the job cuts have begun at Disney. And we get the latest live with Bloomberg's Steve Rappaport. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Karen and Nathan. The purge of 7,000 employees is part of Disney's plan for saving $5.5 billion. CEO Bob Iger, in a memo to employees yesterday, said the first group to go will be notified over the next four days. A second, larger round of cuts will follow next month. Since retaking the reins at Disney, Iger set out to improve the company's financial performance. He also reshaped the structure at Disney's TV and movie businesses, giving more control to creative leaders in those divisions. Live in New York, I'm Steve Rappaport, Bloomberg Daybreak. Okay, Steve, thanks. And Meta Platforms is making more moves affecting its workforce. The Wall Street Journal says the Facebook owner plans to lower some bonus payouts and more frequently assess employee performance. Earlier this month, Meta said it planned to lay off about 10,000 employees and eliminate 5,000 open roles. That was on top of 11,000 job cuts at Meta back in November. It's 43 degrees in New York. Chance for an isolated early morning shower, otherwise mostly cloudy and a high near 50 today. Partly cloudy tonight with lows in the upper 30s. Time now to take a look at some of the other news making headlines in New York and around the world with Bloomberg's Michael Barr. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Nathan. The New York grand jury weighing possible criminal charges against former President Trump heard from an important witness. Former publisher of the National Enquirer and a longtime friend of Donald Trump, David Pecker is a key witness in the investigation into the hush money payments Trump made to porn star Stormy Daniels shortly before the 2016 election. Daniels had attempted to sell her story about having an affair with Trump to the Inquirer. Instead of buying it, Pecker directed her to then-Trump lawyer Michael Cohen, who arranged the payoff at the heart of the case. The police department in Patterson, New Jersey, is getting taken over by the state after several controversies. State Attorney General Matt Platkin says there's a crisis of confidence in Patterson. 
This is the state of New Jersey coming in to provide the support that this community needs, to provide the resources that this community needs. Earlier this month, anti-violence activist Najee Seabrooks was fatally shot by Patterson police during a mental health crisis. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has called for his nuclear scientists to increase production of weapons-grade material to make bombs to put on his increasing range of weapons. North Korea's weapons test and U.S.-South Korea military exercises have intensified in a tit-for-tat cycle. Russia's defense ministry says Moscow successfully test-fired missiles in the Sea of Japan. The ministry said today that two boats launched a simulated missile attack on a mock enemy warship about 60 miles away. The Moscow cruise missile is a supersonic anti-ship cruise missile that has a conventional and nuclear warhead capacity. The Red Cross says storm recovery in Mississippi is going to take years. More than 20 people were killed and buildings were destroyed, especially in the hard-hit town of Rolling Fork. Eldridge Walker is Rolling Fork's mayor and also the funeral director. We got families that are living in uh, with family members who live outside of town. We got uh, groups who are living in hotels. So they're just staying in place until they can get back home. At least 15 tornadoes hit across the south since Friday. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. I'm Michael Barr. This is Bloomberg, Nathan. Thanks, Michael. Time now for the Bloomberg Sports Update. For that, we bring in John Stash. Good morning, John. Good morning, Nathan. Knicks and Rockets at the Garden. Houston, second worst record in the NBA, so the Knicks did not need Jalen Brunson. He sat out with an injured hand. They also didn't need him because they had Emmanuel Quickly, who in 30 minutes scored 40 points, added nine assists. Knicks over the Rockets, 137-115. They'll host Miami tomorrow at the UBS Arena. Islanders got a pair of goals from the former Devil. Kyle Palmieri beat New Jersey 5-1. The Rangers sit between the two teams but with six wins the last seven games the rangers have moved within four points of the devils as the rangers play columbus tonight at the garden ncaa women's tourney has gone much more according to form than the men top seeds south carolina and virginia tech both won they'll join lsu and iowa at the final four south carolina is 36 and 0 texas named rodney terry men's coach he had been the interim coach yankees final exhibition game is today Mets have already wrapped up their Grapefruit League. They're staying in Florida to open the season Thursday in Miami. NFL owners are meeting in Arizona. So Giants owner John Mara, having locked up Daniel Jones long-term, was asked about Saquon Barkley, and Mara said he wants Barkley to be a Giant his entire career. As things stand now, he's playing on the franchise tag. Jets GM Joe Douglas asked where things stand with the Jets, acquiring Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. There's been some some productive conversations, and um, you know, obviously we're uh, we're not where we need to be yet, and uh, you know, we're, but uh, I feel like we're in a good place. Douglas added, "There's not a ton of urgency as there's no hard deadline." And Jets coach Robert Sala said he's confident Rodgers will end up a Jet. John Stashauer, Bloomberg Sports. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. 
Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Live from coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. Yet another mass shooting in this country is leading to yet more calls for action from the White House. The latest scene of tragedy is a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. President Biden says it is the latest sign of the danger from easy access to guns. A shooter in this situation reportedly had two assault weapons and a pistol, two AK-47. So I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban. It's about time that we began to make some more progress. And that was President Biden at the White House yesterday following the shooting at the Covenant School in Nashville. This morning, we're joined live by Greg Vallier, Chief U.S. Policy Strategist at AGF Investments. Greg, good morning. You can almost hear the resignation in President Biden's voice as he makes that call once again for action on assault weapons. Where does the debate stand in Washington when it comes to gun policy in this country? Well, I wish I could tell you, Nathan, that things are looking more upbeat to get uh, some serious gun legislation, but they're not. Uh, I don't see it happening. I think the House is, as you know, more conservative with Kevin McCarthy as the speaker. I don't see the House agreeing to anything on guns. So once again, a horrible incident and a lot of hot air, but no real action. I know we've seen uh, mass shootings at elementary schools before, obviously the Sandy Hook shooting, and now this time at a religious school in Nashville, Tennessee. I wonder whether it makes a difference, the setting of these types of tragedies, where they occur, and whether that could shift the debate in some way. I don't think so. I mean, there's been, you know, the Sandy Hook was New England. Uh, We had a horrible massacre in Texas a year or so ago. It seems to be endemic across the country, and I, I just I just don't see the votes there. I mean, I I basically follow economic legislation, and my mantra is always, do they have the votes? Yeah. And it applies here as well. They don't have the votes for any meaningful gun control. And it seems like we hear the, the same lines of debate over and over again when these types of things happen. For Democrats, they call for more controls on access to firearms. For Republicans, it seems as though the debate centers around mental health, that sort of thing. Why do you think it is that the positions on this debate have become so entrenched? Well, it's it's the PACs, the political action committees that influence so much uh, legislation. 
it's uh, it's a fear, I think, on the part of many members of Congress that if they voted for tough gun control, they would lose their next election. And sadly, they would rather win their next election than do anything. Well, we did have the Bipartisan uh, Safer Communities Act uh, passed yep. last year. President Biden has signed executive orders since then as well. I mean, is that as far as it goes at this point, Greg? Oh, I think so. It's a, it's a miracle we got that. Uh, that was a tough fight. Uh, but getting anything more aggressive uh, right now to me is is quite unlikely. Well, what do you think would have to change to to move the debate one way or the other? I mean, is is there any glimmer of light that could come forth from this? Not that I can see. I mean, I suppose if there's a real upsurge in gun violence, that could even more than we have now, that that could maybe sway some voters. But I, I don't uh, barring that, I don't think that the voters in Congress are persuadable. And we are waiting for uh, President Biden to uh, kick off something of a campaign uh, later today focused on uh, his economic accomplishments. He's heading down to uh, North Carolina uh, later on today. I wonder whether this latest incident is going to overshadow this plan that the president and his cabinet have over the next few weeks to sort of blitz the country, uh, touting their economic accomplishments ahead of what we're expecting to be a reelection announcement from the president. Yeah, I think, Nathan, that uh, we're going to see the president go all out in the next few weeks talking about his economic agenda. But at the same time, uh, there's going to be hearings on Capitol Hill about how the Federal Reserve could be so lax and their regulation and their supervision. So I, I think the message from Biden will have some positive response. But, you know, there's, there's still an awful lot that uh, voters are concerned about, starting with inflation. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast-to-coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.